Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, everyone. Charles Watts here. I'm back. Inside Arsenal is back and the Premier League season is back. And Arsenal have started it with a 2-1 win against Nottingham Forest. Yesterday, I had lots of questions throughout the last fortnight. Where are you? Why aren't you uploading your videos? Why aren't you on social media? Well, I, most of you did know because I did say it before it went away, but I've been on holiday. And uh, I was flying home from Portugal yesterday. Um, just at, Well, actually, not just at the time. I was arriving at the airport, at Faro Airport, which is an airport that can be pretty manic on a Saturday in August at the best of times. But when you're trying to get two young kids through checking and security while listening to Arsenal, potentially throwing away a 2-0 lead at home to Nottingham Forest on the opening weekend of the season, it can be a little bit stressful. Not the funnest way to start the new season, but in the end, the three points were secure. Basically, just as I walked through security, endured all of that nightmare, got into check, uh, got into duty-free, into the... Uh, into the sort of lounge bit. I basically caught the last 30 seconds of injury time in the Irish pub through security in the lounge at uh, Faro Airport. So, yeah, not the most ideal way to start the Premier League season, but it's three points, and that is all that matters. We'll talk about that a little bit during today's episode. Uh, take a look at what Mikel Arteta had to say. Obviously, there's the worrying injury to Urien Timber to discuss as well a little bit about um, transfers at the end of it and look I have been out of the loop for a while I have to admit I've not been making any phone calls I've rarely been looking at my phone in terms of football for the last couple of weeks because this is my family holiday the big family holiday of the year kids on their summer holidays and I wanted to have a breather I had that with the brilliant two weeks in the sunshine lots of swimming pools the ocean golf wine far too much food I'm seriously about a stone and a half heavier I reckon right now uh, but I am suitably refreshed and ready for the new season so we'll talk about that I am gonna start this show with a bit of a cheap plug I'm afraid uh, you're gonna have to get used to this 
throughout the next three weeks or so leading up to the 31st of August. Of course, my new book does come out this month, which is very scary, very exciting as well. We are now in August. And as you can see, if you're watching this on YouTube, on the 31st, on launch night, the day the book comes out, I am joining up with the Tollington. I'm sure lots of you know it. The big Arsenal pub right by the stadium. Uh, and I'm hosting a big launch night and book signing event at the Tollington. The full details are here on the screen. If you're listening to this on podcast formats, it starts from 4pm onwards on Thursday, the 31st of August. Doors open at 4pm. Uh, for book sales and things like that where you can get a copy on the book of the book if you haven't pre-ordered it yet i'll be starting doing a signing event from 5 15 ish onwards and then at 7 15 there will be a q a section there's a couple of guests that will be joining me other arsenal journalists i'll talk about that a little bit later on as we get through towards the 31st uh where we'll have a bit of a sort of event we'll have a chat about arsenal talk about Mikel arteta how the season has gone up to that point and then we'll take some questions for the floor so there'll be audience participation for you all to get involved in if you can make the night and then after that there'll be more chances to get some book signs some more drinks and uh refreshments and everything that you want so it promises to be a really exciting night i am very much looking forward to it if you are around the north london area if you want to come down you want to get a book sign then please do come and join me i'm desperately trying to avoid this being one of those nights where I'm basically going to be sat on my own at a table surrounded by lots of books and someone's going to take a photo that's going to get shared on social media of being uh, just one of those, I don't know, sometimes you get those sad stories, don't you? When a kid invites all his mates to a birthday party and no one turns up and his mum shares a picture on social media that goes viral of a kid sitting on his own in a party hat with no one around him and he ends up having celebrities sort of get involved on social media and being all nice to him I'm desperately hoping that isn't the case and you do get involved it promises to be a really good night like I said there's going to be other journalists involved we're gonna have a big Q&A big talk about Arsenal it's going to be a sort of in conversation type evening as well so I'm really looking forward to it and I hope you do all come and join me so details there on the screen and uh, I'll be of course plugging it pretty much every video I do now through to the 31st and on my Twitter as well all right Sorry, that was a bit of a sort of preamble leading up in today's today's episode where we will be talking about a big, big win for Arsenal to kick off the season. Now, I didn't see the game, as I said at the start of this. I was making my way through Faro Airport at the time, desperately trying to keep up with all on Twitter. I have come back. I've watched the highlights now and um, didn't overly surprise me how this game went. I have to say, I think I wrote a piece that went on my website this morning about it and you kind of look at how this pre-season has gone for Arsenal and I've not been convinced that they were going to hit the ground running in real style this season. I think last season, when you look at how pre-season went, the performances, the results, you kind of knew that they were ready to start the season. This season, they've been a little bit hit and miss throughout the summer and you can tell that there's still partnerships being formed. Players are getting used to each other. There's a new kind of system that Mikel's trying and it just felt like this was not going to be you know, a Crystal Palace type performance last season when Arsenal went in and blew the blew the other team away and looked absolutely ready to go. And so I wasn't surprised at how the performance went. Look, there was plenty to like, or it sounded like there was plenty to like about the first half performance, especially after sort of 20 minutes or so when Arsenal really got into it. A couple of really good goals. Gabriel Martinelli, excellent for um, in the sort of build-up to Nketiah's goal. Great for Eddie to get his goal as well and get himself up and running while Gabriel Jesus is injured. Bukayo Saka... What more can you say about him? Absolutely fantastic goal 
from him and uh, just continuing where he's left off the last couple of seasons. So there was a lot to like about that first half performance, but it was still, you know, there was scrappy Forrest um, did cause some problems on the breakaway. And, you know, Arsenal just looked like a side who are going to take a little bit of time to really hit their stride. But the important thing during these few first few weeks when Arsenal are probably going to be in that little bit of a phase of getting used to the new new players, new systems, new partnerships, is just to win. And Arsenal did that yesterday. They did win. And um, I thought it was an interesting lineup. I have to say, when I saw the team news, when I was sitting outside uh, the airport waiting for the gate to be called, yesterday I saw that team. I saw Thomas Partey at right back. I was not expecting that at all. No Gabriel. Ben White has moved into centre-back. It surprised me a little bit. I don't think this is something that we're going to see every single week. I don't look at that lineup that we saw yesterday and think that's what Mikel's plan is for this season. I'd, I'd be very, very surprised. I watched Match of the Day last night and Mika Richards was talking about it afterwards in his analysis of the game and he was talking a lot about Thomas Partey playing at right back. And I don't see Partey playing every single game at right back. I absolutely see Gabriel coming back into the team and Ben White moving across to right back again. I'd just be very, very surprised if this is what Mikel's grand plan is. I mean, he didn't really use it that much in pre-season. We saw Party play at right back a couple of times, not starting, I don't think, at right back. So I'd be very surprised if this is his grand plan to house attack 2023-2024. I think he probably looked at the game and how it was going to pan out. The fact that Forrest were going to play as a really sort of deep block and thought, you know, that's what we might be able to do. Basically play with two centre-backs, move the full-backs in, inverted, create more in midfield, and um, have more men in the attacking phase. And I think that's probably how he looked at it. I think that's what Arteta has now in his squad with the players that he has. He has so many options, so many different systems he can use, formations. And I think we just saw that yesterday. And that is probably more of a sign of things to come this season. And um, so I don't look at that side that we saw yesterday and think that is absolutely nailed on what um, what Mikel's going to do. I thought it was a big confidence booster for Eddie and Ketia, of course, didn't start in the Community Shield game against Manchester City, but he came into the side, Mikel speaking afterwards about the game, paying real credit to Eddie for basically the way he forced his hand and forced his way into the starting eleven for this game by the way he's been at training throughout the week, by the way he responded to being left out in the community shield. And of course he got his goal, which I think is a, was a really, really uh, important thing for him. And I mean, the stats of the game, Arsenal obviously dominated, they dominated possession, they had so many more passes camped in the forest house. I mean, look at that, 79% possession they had, 769 passes to 215 shots to six, seven on target to Forrest's two. Pretty remarkably, I think Forrest actually had a higher XG um, overall, which says a lot about the quality of chances that Arsenal created with all of their play. And that is perhaps a little bit of a worry. They need to do more um, to create the better chances. And you think that's something that will um, get better as the season goes on. But on the whole, it was a deserved win for Arsenal. Look, they dominated the match. They deserved to win. But they just, again, let a goal in at home, which was a problem all the last season. And if you do that, you're going to end up with a nervy finish in matches. And that's exactly what happened yesterday from a corner for Arsenal. When they're looking for a third goal, suddenly Forest break. They get a goal and then everything gets a little bit nervy. Arsenal once again being punished for not killing off a game. And that's what they've got to get better at this season, just to avoid these nervy finishes. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Um, the quality of the goals were fantastic. Absolutely, as I said, in catches goal, yes, he took a slight deflection, but the quality of the build-up, Martinelli's play was, was brilliant. Saka just with one of those cut inside left foot, the power he got on it, absolutely one of those take the breath away goals, and um, really lit up the Emirates. And I thought that was fantastic. And Mikel Arteta speaking about the game, he said, "Look, welcome to the Premier League. I think that's the highlight. We were super dominant. We deserve to win the game. There's no question that we deserve to win." But when you're tuning up and you have some chances to kill the game and we didn't, then we give away a sloppy one uh, after being there and having the corner and having a chance on the corner straight away from two passes. You can see the goal when that happens in this league. It's game on. Every team has the resources, the quality to create issues. And it was more about the feeling of what happened, because the reality is we didn't concede anything running the clock down in this league. That's a very dangerous thing to do. But overall, I'm very happy. I mean, Forrest didn't really have a chance to equalize after two ones. So I think for it. It was nervy because of the situation. There was a couple of set pieces and things like that. But on the whole, Arsenal saw the game out pretty well after making it 2-1. It was just the fact that if it does happen, if you do let a team back in it, there's always that chance of a set piece or something like that. And suddenly a game which we cruise in 2-0 up, which we saw at the end of last season away at West Ham and Liverpool, suddenly you let the other team back in the game, you're pegged back and you've thrown away two points. It didn't happen yesterday, but it's something Arsenal certainly need to improve on as we go forward. The urine timber injury was a worry, of course, by the sounds of it, he had a very, very good first half. If you're watching this on YouTube, he has posted on Instagram. You can see the post now. It's a win to begin, but then more importantly, underneath it, he says back soon, um, which you would take as a positive. You're hoping he knows that it's nothing too serious. It'd be a disaster if it wasn't serious because he's such a good player. He's had such a good summer. He had a really good start to the game yesterday, by all accounts. Um, and it would be a huge blow if Arsenal lost him for any significant amount of time. That they do have options. I mean, Kieran Tinney wasn't even in the squad yesterday, which I think was pretty harsh, I have to say, because um, he wasn't injured. Um, I think pretty harsh, given his performances when he played in preseason. I thought Tim uh, Tinney has played very, very well. And to be left out of the squad completely, I mean, we know he's not really high up in Mikel Arteta's plans. We've seen that when basically throughout the summer, he started every single right back ahead of him at left back. But the way Tierney's played when he's came on, I think he certainly deserves a place in the squad, even if you're still waiting to move him on. I think it's pretty obvious Arsenal are looking to move Timber on, uh, sorry, Tierney on. And we've seen there's been uh, Sausage Adam interested in him on loan. 
loan obviously isn't ideal for Arsenal. They want money in for Tierney now. Still got about three weeks left to try and get this transfer done. But in the meantime, I think not having him on the bench is pretty harsh. And look, Timber's injured now, so Tierney, you would think, is going to come back into the reckoning. It'll probably end up being Tommy Asu at left back, I imagine, or Zinchenko if he's fit enough to play next weekend. He's got a whole week of training. Maybe he will come into the team. But fingers crossed it's not too serious. Mikel was asked, you know, why did you bring him back on at second half when it was clearly clear he was injured? before half time and he said no the officials the doctors they looked at him and they were happy for him to continue he was as well but straight away in the second half the first action he made the movement and it was a bit funny so he took him off straight away now we have to assess to see what he has now it's a little bit early yet to give a full sort of um picture on what the problem is with timmer but fingers crossed from his comments certainly on social that it's nothing majorly serious Away from yesterday's match, Marquinhos, um, he has moved. That's a loan that was always going to happen. I think it was really important for him to go out on loan this season. He was never going to feature much for Arsenal, so he had to go. I think it's an interesting one. He's gone over to France. It was interesting in him from a lot of clubs across Europe, in England as well. Arsenal have chosen to go down the route of sending him to France. It's a huge success for that with Balogun last season. I think it could be a wise move. I think if you're looking to... For a player to develop in a good league, I think France is a very good option for for young players now. I think you'd think he's going to get good game time over there. It's not the, before it, you know, League One enthusiasts hammer me for this. It's not the best of standards. And so you would think he's going to get game time, which is important. Hopefully he can get confidence up. He's going to get used to playing in senior football. If you want to sell Marquinhos, which we'll have to wait and see if that is a long-term plan for him to generate a good profit, then sending him to France is a good option. We've seen that with Balogun. You can get young players over there. They get game time and they start scoring goals, start making impact, and suddenly their value increases massively. So I think it's a really interesting option for him. And fingers crossed, he does well. So happy to that. Charlie Patino has gone out before I left. I think the last video I recorded before I left, I said that I'd started to get wind that it was probably going to end up being a loan move for Patino after all, despite the fact that at the start of the summer, all parties were looking at him moving permanently. I started to get wind that he was going to be probably heading to the championship on loan. That has now been confirmed with Swansea, which I think is a really good move for him. Only going to have a year left on his contract at Arsenal at the end of this season. So it is. you'd look at it and say maybe it's a little bit of a risk in terms of his value, but... You know, if he goes there and does very, very well, then, uh, then you know, hopefully with Arsenal reassess things with him, with his people in the at the end of next season. And we'll see what goes from there. But I think it's a really good loan, a really good fit. And I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do. He had a really good impact yesterday as a substitute from all accounts as well. In terms of incomings, we await David Raya. Um, which is an interesting one. I've obviously not had much chance to talk about this. This is a transfer that all started to happen while I was away. One that certainly surprised me. I'll probably, I'm going to talk about it a little bit more in the 11th tomorrow, in tomorrow's episode, David Raya, give my thoughts on that transfer and how that might all play out in terms of him and Aaron Ramsdale. I am a bit surprised by it. I don't, I don't, I don't, it's weird. I say I don't see much benefit in it. Obviously I do. You've got two really good goalkeepers in terms of the squad competition. That's fantastic. But I, I do worry about it a little bit, but I'll talk about that in tomorrow's um tomorrow's episode my understanding of David Raya that's all done he's I think he was even at the game yesterday 
that's all done. Uh, I've been told that he's going to take the number 22 shirt. So if you want to get, if you're looking forward to getting David Raya on the back of your shirt, then from my understanding, he is going to be wearing number 22 next season. It's all done. It will be confirmed very, very soon. He's been at Arsenal. He's done all his necessary stuff. Like I said, he was apparently at the game yesterday. And uh, yeah, from what I, my understanding, he's going to be wearing the number 22 during his season-long competition with Aaron Ramsdale. Right, that's it from me. It's great to be back. Thank you very much for watching or listening. As usual, everyone have a very good end to your weekend. I'll be back tomorrow to talk all things Arsenal, as usual, as we head up towards the second game of the season. Have a great day, everyone. Speak to you very, very soon. <laughs>